Hey, ¿qué pasó, gente? What's up, man? How y'all doing out there? Buenos dias. This is your boy, uh, Pelon. This episode is brought to you by Chocas. Um, I just got done doing an episode uh, a little while ago uh, called, um, I don't know, I think it was called Silence or Go Back to Where You Were Came From. Um, I talked a little bit about uh, Kaepernick. Kaepernick the cool guy that he is uh he just uh turned uh 32 uh recently um and spent his time as a human being uh giving back to the community um you can look it up online um he was out feeding the uh homeless um and the poor cool guy man um he stands for something and i think that in the end he'll be remembered more than a lot of these uh, football players and I think that for what he's doing and for the attention that he's um, drawing good and bad it's Chingon man Chingon that dude is Chingon he's badass um, and for you guys out there that don't know what Chingon means uh, my Japanese listeners I told y'all that um, if you want to be um, Chicano and you want to say that's big time, that's badass, that's how you say that's Chingon, man. Like, you're the top dog. Like, you know, Kaepernick, in my opinion, as far as all the football players out there right now, he's the top dog. He's the Chingon of the NFL, even though he ain't even in it no more. Because he stood for something. It's pretty ironic I say that he stood for something. Because he actually kneeled down. But that's cool because he did stand for something. And uh, that's what I wanted to talk about is the um, the quote actually um, that I'm referring to right now, standing for something. The reason it has a lot of relevance with me is because in the Chicano culture, we have a um, iconic figure that um is timeless um if you don't know mr zapata emiliano zapata he had a quote that if you're chicano you know this quote and if you want to be more chicano you need to know this quote you know for the chicano subculture out there uh that is kind of like miklo and blood in and blood out. Sometimes it's all about your heart. You can be Chicano if you want to. It's uh, more of a culture. Uh, it is a choice, like I've always said. Uh, but it's your mindset. And uh, respect plays a big part in that. Um, if you don't know, some of the episodes uh, that I have out talk a little bit about that. Uh, pride, dignity, integrity. But the um, the quote was from Emiliano Zapata and it was like this he said that I quote quote unquote I rather die on my feet than to live on my knees end quote and you probably have heard that quote before you probably have heard that quote before but it came from Mr. Zapata and that's our man, our culture, 
our people, our Hampton. You know, he just fought for what was right. And he believed in that. And that's the kind of sh- that's that's the kind of shizzle. That's the kind of cool background that we have. That's that's why I think it's so important that we teach our young more our history first before we start teaching them European history. Because I think European history teaches you to hate your history, whatever you are, African or Native American. They teach you to hate. Subliminally, it happens. And um, I find that uh, troubling. Maybe good for the economy. That's what capitalism is. It's taken from one, turning it into something else and giving it over to somebody else. And most of the time, hopefully that's you. And that's why it's such a beautiful thing in the end. Because anybody or everybody is supposedly able to do that. But when you look at the numbers and the statistics... Um, you know, all the resources are coming from one set of people that used to eat on those lands. And now it's just going to the top three percenters that own more than half of everything. I think it's more like 60, 70, 80 percent, but three percent of the people owning most of the shit. To take away from most of the people that just could have eaten off the land. And now you're trying to sell me a fucking bottle of water for $3? No, mama's way. That's some fucking... Yeah, that's capitalism. Anyways, uh, back out of the weeds, uh, Kaepernick, man. You know, he stood for something. He did it um, on his own dime. If you will Um, Nobody told him to do it And um, you know I just want you to remember all the people that hated And remember all those faces Because you might not remember who exactly they were But just remember all those people Because those are the same people That are saying that they're not racist Or the same people that are telling you To pull yourself up by your bootstraps And if you don't like it uh, You know uh, get the hell out of the country uh, Shut up You know and get, you know, just, uh, you know, focus on the positive. You know, that's why you're fucking broke. You got a chip on your shoulder. All those things. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Those are the reasons that you're in the position that you're in. If we had more money to give to each other, then we would be a lot more of us be doing better. Not just one out of a hundred or two or out of a hundred or five out of a hundred. You know, it'd be more like 20, 30, 40, 50. I mean, the um, inequality gap is growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. Um, So, you know, even if you're doing good right now, unless you're saving 30, 40, 50 percent of your income every year, you know, you're going to die with shit, too. You're going to die with nothing. and You're not going to be able to give any money to your kids. And um, you better start owning some land and stuff like that. So don't think that you're doing good just because you're doing better than other people. Um, that's what it's about. It's the, about, about the whole community. The whole community should be doing good. The whole community should be doing good. Because that's the only that's the only sustainable wealth. The community has to do good. Because the community is what's going to take care of the old people. The community is going to be what's going to take care of the kids. The school systems. You know, keep that cycle going. 
Look at look at look at some of these inner cities that are just so fucked off. I mean, I live in Dallas, man, and I ended up just realizing when I was trying to go uh, to um, a suburb that's out like, you know, um, a little bit south of uh, the inner city, a little bit west, uh, a little bit southwest of the inner city. And I realized right when I was in downtown or, or, or hitting downtown that I was running out of gas. So I had to exit and um, I was pissed because there was no gas stations. I had to keep on driving, keep on driving, keep on driving, you know, hit another light, no gas station. So I kept getting further and further in to um, a real bad area. And I mean, it just it's sad, man. Everybody was poor and homeless and, you know just begging and you know the area was ran down and you know now you're it it really feels and this is just like not even far from you know the 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 big huge buildings that are in downtown you're like it's like a third world country like for real like Baghdad or something that just got blown up like the gas station the pumps the the trashy building, the everything around, you know, like I felt like I was going to get mugged, you know, because there's homeless and people just walking around everywhere begging for like just change. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's is bad. It's bad. So, you know, you sit there and you think about how black people were treated because that's really what was out there. A bunch of black people that were just. Well, I saw, I saw, I saw like one white lady. And um, what I'm getting at is that like people were done wrong. That's not, that's the opposite of generational wealth. That was a people that was mistreated. That was a people that was enslaved. That was a people that had, you know, psychological damage that just trickled over so they they tricked us with a word called trickle over so let's use it back into context of just people all that damage trickled over into generations these people you know had you know babies that were mind fucked and you know didn't get educations and thought that they really were uh you know worthless and you know they were uh, nothing they were good for nothing unless you know they you know there was a lot of bad things that went on um, that are needless to say. And, 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 and that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about right now is that, you know, the system, the government, the police, everybody was taught to talk shit and be shitty towards black people and Native Americans and, you know, the have nots, whoever they may be. And that to me in itself is what caused a lot of this police brutality, a lot of these uh, problems with us being able to pull ourselves out of these slums. Because, like I said, the majority, I think, you know, what did I see? I saw probably like about 50 people. And um, these were people that, you know, I believe had issues that trickled over you know from uh you know slavery you know they weren't 
Their parents didn't have money. Their grandparents didn't have money. Their great grandparents didn't have money and education and wealth. And um, this is the kind of inequality that I think Kaepernick was basically saying. But he just went ahead and said it, you know, through police brutality. And he just wanted to uh, make it a visual. um, He wanted to get on his platform and say, listen, I know some of you may not see it the way I see it or understand what I understand. Because you know what? Living in my bubble, I never see that. But yesterday it dawned on me when I was in downtown. I was like, damn, you know, I don't even like being on this side of town. It looks shitty. It looks scary. It looks fucked up. It looks like I don't even know this gas pump is going to work. It looks broken. It's, you know, you know, and then, you know, it's kind of uncomfortable. And, you know, people that, you know, are looking really, 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 really desperate. You know, coming up to you real fast as soon as you get out of your car. You know, it's almost like, you know, you know, you got to be a little bit aware of your surroundings and what's going on. Because you never know what can happen in a situation like that, depending on the disparity. Um, so I just I kind of wanted to just say that, listen, not everybody sees it the way that I see it. And I think that that's a, a, another issue is that I think that um, the haves, the people that are not melanated, you know what I mean? Hint, hint, wink, wink. Those people, you know. Either they're really in a bubble or they just act, they just act like they don't know what's going on just because they don't want to talk about it. They're just being shitty assholes or they're just saying like, you know, like, I really don't know because they don't see it. You know, or they don't want to talk about it or they just want to keep on stealing from everybody and, you know, fuck it. I don't care as long as I got mine. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm glad that uh, Kaepernick actually uh, bounced back from that. I'm glad that, uh, you know, he made some money with Nike. I'm glad that he became an advocate. I'm glad that, um, you know, he's doing what he's doing because, you know what? I think that truly was his place. Uh, You know, maybe he would have been a superstar, great, badass, you know, um, football player that went down into the Hall of Fame and everything. But sometimes life just ain't written out for you that way. I'm not going to keep this episode too much longer after this. I just wanted to go ahead and touch on, you know, how I felt about Kaepernick and what actually happened. And um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the people that surround the hate, uh, because that is actually one of the things that I said is I, I just really can't understand the people that hate on this man. Oh, yeah. Those are the people that he's protesting against. Those people that hate on Kaepernick are the exact same people that he's protesting against. Those are the people that are stepping and oppressing people. I'm going to end it with that. I'll catch y'all on the next episode. Signing out. This is your boy, Belon. Peace.